Alright, welcome back to the lunch table. This is Francis. I'm here with AJ. And we're going to be going yo, yo, yo. over our draft grades for our teams. So, this is not overall grades. That'll be a separate for every team. That'll be a separate. This is just Bills and Packers here. So, we're going to go round by round, giving the players in a grade. Then we'll give a total grade at the end. So, you want to go first? Um... We'll let you open it up, bro. All right. Bills, round one. Gregory Rousseau, defensive end out of Miami. I'm not I'm not going to lie. When we first picked this man, I was like, oh, oh God, we did it. We uh, we reached a bit because I saw, I saw a lot of day two, a lot of day two mocks on him. But I was kind of looking to his 2019. And his, uh, his mocks for then before he, he missed all of 2020. And bro had 15 and a half sacks in one year in 2019. Only second in all of college football to Chase Young. Pick five to pick 10 projection. Bro is six foot eight with 260 pounds. Ran a four six forty, twenty one 21 reps at 225 on the bench with a nine foot seven inch broad. Now when I look at his tape, all I see is a good motor, and uh, uh, his pass rush technique is kind of iffy, developmental. But coming into college, he was not a defensive end. He was a safety. He played one year in his whole life at defensive end. At 15 and a half sacks is not bad. He's a definitely a developmental player, which I saw a lot of in our draft as a whole. So he's not an immediate impact type guy. But with the 7.75 RAS grade, his, uh, his 20 and his 10 were elite. As well as his height, I think he's definitely projected to be some. But when rushing from the inside, he's got a 9.17 grade. So he can kind of do both. But I think he's definitely more proficient rushing from the inside. So I say a grade total for uh, Rousseau is probably a B plus, But definitely a big upside. Good God. Well, first off, he sounds like a freak of nature. He does. He's definitely he's massive. Yeah, he definitely sounds like a freak of nature. Second off, I did not go that in depth with my picks. All right. Um, <laughs> that's why I wanted you to go first because I wanted to know what the standard was going to be. And now I'm just like, oh, no. Standard. Just, oh, no. Just, chill. just say what you got to say. I mean, yeah, yeah. So... I don't watch a lot of college, and being on this right here right now is giving me a lot of uh, kind of like experience, and it's kind of fun to like look inside of some of these players before they even get to play and stuff, because this is the most in tune I've ever been with football in my entire life. So it is kind of fun to like look into these players, sit down draft night, kind of look at who we're drafting, why we drafted them and everything. And uh, first round, we pick cornerback Eric Stokes out of Georgia. Um. I am happy we did pick a corner. However, I feel like maybe we needed a linebacker more. I don't remember exactly who was there, but there was probably definitely a, a better option than what we have starting right now. I mean, Kevin King definitely needs to be replaced. So hopefully Eric Stokes could be that guy. I mean, he is 6'1", 195 and runs a 4.25. And watching his tape, he he does he tracks the ball really well. He's quick, agile on his feet. 
Uh, he had four interceptions in nine games his senior year. So only thing that I'm kind of worried about is the fact that he's not really a great tackler. I mean, 70 tackles over three years is nothing to really write home about, but I don't know. There seems to be a lot of upside with him. He seems to have a lot of good potential. I personally wanted Asante Samuel. Asante Samuel isn't like as nice, um, like physical, like physically. He's like three inches shorter, like 15 pounds lighter, but I don't know. I gave him Eric Stokes a B plus. No, I, I gave us the B plus round one. Jock there, Jeremiah, but he did fall for a while, so I don't know if if um, scouts saw some. I didn't. I thought him and um, Nick Bolton would have been all right picks there. Not great. Mm-hmm. Um. My mock draft, I had y'all taking Jeremiah and then actually trading back into the first for Terrence Marshall, my receiver, but obviously that didn't happen. Yeah. But y'all definitely got some uh, some good depth out of your later picks that I had y'all trading, so maybe it's... Yeah, definitely. All right, round two. Round two was kind of iffy for the Bills. I wasn't really really too high or too low on this pick i uh i had heard his name coming in and i kind of seen him a bit because just because i knew we were looking at edge and it was a possibility rashad basham um six foot three 275 pounds at a wake forest he's kind of a run stopper he's um he's not the lengthiest like um like rousseau is but He's an average player, subpar pass ability in his schemes. He did have a good swim move from what I could see. He's not the biggest, so he's not going to bull rush anybody or kind of bend around the edge like you could want out of an uh, edge rusher. He does have strong leverage, but um, five and a half sacks last year, I think, was his stat line, and it's just, it didn't, it didn't push me to say second round edge rusher i kind of saw a, a run stopper he did get that that sack on trevor lawrence in the first quarter against clemson but if anything that's a coverage sack based on how long trevor had to hold the ball and then run outside the pocket i just basham could be a good development player cool nickname they call him boogie that's all right i guess uh not super original but i <laughs> I don't um, I don't see a starter, at at least next year. Maybe three years he could develop into something, but developmental depth kind of rotation maybe. Uh, B minus. Interesting. All right. Um, our second round pick was center Josh Myers out of Ohio State, and. Um, I'm honestly very happy with the pick. Of course, us losing Corey Lindsley, not having a starter in the center position. Um, he's good, very good size, 6'5", 310 pounds. Um, he's definitely got to provide a lot of depth to the roster because he could play either center or either guard position. Um, but I guess we're just going to have to wait and see if Green Bay decides to make him you know, first day starter, or if they'll slide some pieces around. But 
I think either way it'll be either way it's a really good option us not having a center and our guards being a little little thin in the depth chart so that offensive line's been hurting hopefully Josh Myers can put some work in and protect Aaron Rodgers if he decides to play in this year which he probably will but um I gave him a B overall for this pick all right I've heard a lot about Rodgers. That'll be very interesting uh, in the offseason. Uh, yeah. If he it's it's to rough, stay, man. He says to go, but that's why y'all got Jordan Love. We'll see. I think <laughs> it would have been good trade bait before the draft if y'all were to keep Rodgers, but... Could do they want to keep Rodgers? Do they want to keep Rodgers? I think they want to keep Rodgers, but does Rodgers want to stay? I don't think Rodgers stay. <laughs> I don't know, something must have changed because he wanted to stay and now he doesn't. Because, like, up. he's already, like, yeah, I mean, I would be too. I would be too. Especially when you had the opportunity to get him some help. Oh, Cut you off, my bad. Yeah. I forgot all about him. Yeah, I know, right? Opted out, yeah. Third round. Bills. Boom, boom, uppercut, southpaw, big pick. Love this boy. This is the boy right here, Spencer Brown, offensive tackle, Northern Iowa. Now, I'd be lying if I said this was my first pick when I saw us on the clock. But six foot eight, three eleven, big mother, mm, God. <laughs> Ranked one of eleven. 100 offensive tackles since 1987 with his RIS score. Bro is a freak. He will straight up, post up, and knock out the dude in front of him. Powerful, big, fast swing tackle. I mean, he's got all the measurables. He's got everything. Good hands, good technique. He can play probably the right tackle position for us next year if we do need to make money for Allen's contract cutting Daryl Williams which I see as a big big, big possibility and um, I mean just the possibilities of this guy could be a rotational guy for this year come in on run plays come in on uh, injuries and big downs if we need to rotate him out if Daryl Williams is tired, I can even see him taking over for Daryl Williams somewhere in the middle of the season just because of the raw athleticism he has. And he can do it all. He could probably play inside if you really wanted him to, but I think his his niche his niche is definitely tackle. And um, I think it was meant to be just day one watching us draft him. He just looks like an absolute freak of nature, and I cannot wait to see him on the field pancaking some fools. I give this an A grade. Yeah, I definitely agree. He definitely sounds like a monster, somebody who's going to be uh, making sure that he protects Josh Allen. I also want to add, he jumped through a table after the draft, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty dope. All right. Our third round pick, wide receiver Amari Rogers out of Clemson. Now, 
again, I don't watch a lot of college. I should probably know about him, knowing that he played for Clemson. Uh, looked into his stats, and he had a very solid senior year. 77 receptions for over 1,000 yards, 7 touchdowns. Um, He's got decent agility. He's very versatile. He's nice and physical. You know, he's definitely going to be uh, depth to the roster. We don't have a lot of solidified wide receivers. We have Devontae Adams and a couple other pieces that are a little inconsistent. So I really hope that he can be one and two with Devontae, develop a little bit. Because I was watching some of his tape, and he can line up outside slot. He could be in a screen. In the red zone, he's got great hands, tracks the ball really well. So hopefully overall, he's definitely going to provide a little more for Aaron Rodgers to work with. Again, we have Devin Funches coming back. He opted out last season. So that with this new pick, we still have Lazard. We still have MVS, who's a very solid deep threat. Of course, Devontae Adams, arguably the best wide receiver in the league right now. So I think it being in the third round doesn't really catch your eye. But I think overall, definitely a good pick for the Packers to pick up. Um, I gave this a B overall grade. 100% was needed. Maybe Rodgers chooses to see where it goes now. At least they got somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe not as soon as Rodgers would have liked, considering he was literally just like going on vacation during the draft, just didn't even bother. (laughs) but i pray he does stick around for y'all hopefully hopefully man gives jordan love more time to develop gives aaron Rodgers more time to be the mvp again find one more bowl please please the last two years have been so rough please one bowl at least before he goes give that man give that man another (laughs) shot bro i know i know it's your time I know. Oh my goodness. Gotta get through Brady again. <laughs> Alright, round four. Wish I could say a player, but we didn't have a round four pick, so it's gonna be back to you. Oh. Switched it up on me. Yeah. Alright, well, our fourth round pick was offensive guard Royce Newman out of Ole Miss. Um, 6'5", 310 pounds, good size. Um, he played a little bit of tackle in college in 2020, but primarily lines up in the guard slot. And again, I think he'll be very good depth-wise. Hopefully, he can kind of develop and play a little bit of tackle because our guards are probably the most solid part of our offensive line. But then again... It's really easy for offensive linemen to get injured. You know, like we lost Bakhtiari, tore an ACL in team practice. You know, those guys have a very physical job, so they are more likely to get injured. So that having that depth again, of course, I can't be mad at. Um, yeah, I don't really have too much more to say. It's an offensive lineman, isn't? <laughs> I gave it a, uh, I gave it a C plus. the fifth round now i am ready for the fifth round all right tommy doyle offensive tackle miami six <laughs> eight three twenty depth player 
possibly yeah. his whole career in Buffalo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, rotation, big guy, love his love his worth act, work ethic, but we got Dawkins, Darrell Williams leaves. We have Spencer Brown. I really only see him playing, especially at the tackle position, if someone gets hurt. I don't see a big possibility of him starting his career in Buffalo. If he makes the team, I could see him being moved before the season or even next season mm-hmm. um, for some for some picks or some kind of like we did with Wyatt Teller. Wish we kept Teller, but that's neither here nor there. But C for this pick. That's about it. Got you, got you. All right. We had two fifth-round picks. Um, first one being Tadaro Slayton, defensive tackle out of Florida. 6'4", 330 pounds, and he's also a depth player. Um, Kenny Clark, arguably, again, one of the best nose tackles in the NFL. Definitely up there. Um, if he can develop to be an edge rusher, he might get some rotation time. But looking at his stats, he's not been great at all in college. Played all four years, three and a half sacks, ten years. TFLs. That's yeah, years? yeah. I guess and his 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 first yeah his first sack didn't come to his junior year, so I don't see him doing that much. But I mean. If he if he could develop to be you know, I don't know. Um, do you have another pick for the fifth round? I do not. I do have three for the sixth though. So. Gotcha. Well, second pick, um, Shamar Jean Charles or Shamar John Charles, a corner out of Appalachian State, five eleven, one hundred ninety pounds. I know absolutely nothing about Appalachian State, so. Um, looking into his stats, I didn't see really anything to bat an eye about, except for the fact that he had 16 pass deflections his senior year, which is pretty like impressive if you ask me. Um, yeah, depth in the cornerback position. Again, our corners are all very young and inconsistent at this point, except for Jair. Now we have Kevin King, who's very inconsistent. Chandon Sullivan, who's very young, and then bringing in two rookies. We'll see where it goes. But overall for this round, I gave us a C-. minus. I could definitely see all cornerback room switching up real soon. Mm-hmm. Round six. Bill's got three picks. How many of y'all have in round six? I have one. Oh, no, wait, two. Two, two, two. One. You want to go, like, my first, then your first, then my second, then your second, then I can finish with my third? Yeah, it works. Alrighty. First pick in the sixth, possibly my second or third favorite pick in the draft. Wide receiver, special teamer, Marquez Stevenson, five foot ten, hundred and eighty pounds out of Houston. Um, our receiver room is stacked. Like we full like this a hotel and every room is booked. <laughs> this man's sleeping in the lobby right now. And only way he makes it onto this team is as a special teamer, I think. Especially with Isaiah Hodgins coming back. Isaiah Hodgins is a big dude. 
and that's what we need right now at the wide receiver position more than anything. We got the little boys. We got the Stefan Diggs and the Gabe Davises. We need a big man, and that's going to be Isaiah Hodgins this season. I think he's going to make a splash. I'm talking about a player we already have in the draft video. Um, Marquez Stevenson, 36 yards per return. Uh, junior year, he had 52 receptions for 907 yards and 9 touchdowns. That's pretty good. His senior year was cut awfully short. He is very injury prone. Broken collarbone one year, torn ACL the next, ankle injury the next. I see someone who can't stay healthy and someone who is not an every down receiver. So a possible rotation guy, maybe, and a kicker turner at best if Isaiah McKenzie doesn't take that job first. This pick is a C plus. Our sixth round, first sixth round pick was offensive tackle Cole Van Lannan out of Wisconsin. So he stays in Wisconsin. Uh, 6'4", 305. Again, offensive lineman. I don't know much about him. Um, depth on the roster. However, I read into the fact that he has a shorter wingspan and plays better at the guard position. So... We needed more depth in the center and tackle position and to pick up what one pick up a guard and then we pick up a tackle who plays better as a guard. <sighs> I don't know. Hopefully you could find a workaround and stay in the tackle position because we need it the most out of everything on our offensive line. But um, other than that, I don't really have much to say about him. I give him a C. All right. Damar Hamlin is our next pick. Safety out of pit. Six foot one, one ninety-five. My first thought was he's short for safety. But looking at him play, he's aggressive. He's a run stopper hundred percent. His junior year, eighty-four tackles, one pick, ten pass breakups. He's a depth and special teamer hundred percent this year with Micah and staying for the next two years senior year he only played 10 games but he still had 67 tackles three and a half for loss with two picks so he's good sized for a special teams where he's gonna be playing he's not huge but he plays big uh, he can play a lot of zone he's got good instincts he reads the ball well and he uses his hips real well to turn and keep with the routes in short zones but misses the speed to play man coverage, anything outside of maybe a tight end. But I don't think he's tall enough for that. So, C-. minus. Alright. Alright, our second sixth round pick is finally what we've all been waiting for in Packer Nation in the late sixth round came our Interior linebacker, inside linebacker, Isaiah McDuffie. Um, pretty sure, I want to say Boston College. I actually didn't write it down, but I'm pretty sure he's Boston College. Yeah, Boston College. Um, undersized, 6'1", 225. Um, definitely a run stopper. Um, doesn't have very good change of direction, so he won't be a very great pass coverage guy. Um, 
looking into his stats, he only played four games his freshman and junior year, but he had a decent year his senior year, uh, over 100 total tackles, six and a half TFLs and three sacks, along with an interception. So hopefully he can get some momentum and bring some kind of impact to the to this middle linebacker core because we need it big time over in Green Bay. Um, I also give this pick a C. Interesting player. Kind of kind of weird that underside linebacker can't really move well. It seems kind of weird to me. Uh, I didn't hear much about him. Last pick of the sixth round. Maybe not the best player, but he's got the best name. Rashad Wild Goose, the second. Oh, man, what a name. <laughs> what a name indeed. Quarterback <laughs> out of Wisconsin, 5'10", 191. Definitely a development player. But of the late-round picks, probably the best chance to make the team and maybe even get some snaps here or there. Uh, he's a slot corner. Very, very aggressive. Like a like a wild badger, like, but not the honey badger. Different player. He's just like a wild goose. Yeah. See what I did there? He's, uh, he's probably too aggressive, maybe. But in 2019, he played 13 games, 22 tackle, tackles, one pick, seven PBUs. 2022 games played before then opting out because of COVID. Six tackles, one PBU. He presses a lot, and he presses real well, making the first five yards very difficult for a receiver to get off the line. He's got good short area quickness, and he he holds often, which can result in flags. But if he can clean that up, keep his hands inside, and not press beyond five yards, he's definitely in a position to take Tehran's job if we don't keep him, this being a contract year for Johnson. But his length does make it difficult for him to make plays when he gets beat, being 5'10", but definitely a good development player. B-. minus. Alright. Alrighty. Round 7, everybody's favorite round. This is when all the best players are drafted. Everybody knows that. Buffalo picks interior offensive line for the first time. Jack Anderson, 6'4", 310 pounds. A little shorter than our first three, but only being 6'4", isn't bad. Third offensive lineman pick, so Bean definitely wanted to bolster up the trenches this draft. Um, Solid run blocker, but... When pass blocking, he backpedals way too often, which is going to get him smashed in the NFL. Um, he's got good hands. It gets inside the defender to keep good leverage and uh, makes good holes on run blocking plays. So perhaps he can teach our offensive line some things considering we can't run block at all. I give this pick a C-. minus. Interesting. You know, it's kind of ironic that you said the best players come out in round seven sarcastically because I actually think we picked somebody who could have very 
very high potential in Green Bay. And our pick in the seventh round was, I'm going to butcher this name, Kylan Hill, running back out of Mississippi State. He's 5'11", 214, and with Jamal Williams going to Detroit, I honestly think he'd be a great replacement for him. He's not the fastest, but again, having Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, he's not going to be an every-down guy anyway. Um, Had a fantastic junior year with over 1,500 yards um, from scrimmage and 11 touchdowns. Uh, Junior year, he opted out uh, early due to his family getting COVID and some uh, personal health issues. He also got injured uh, the last game he played. It was a head injury, I believe. But um, in the three games that he played, had 250 passing yards or receiving yards and like 70 rushing yards. So he can definitely move with the ball in his hands. And having another three running back rotation, I think, could be very, very um, good for the offense and spreading the ball around and keeping things fresh and new and I'm actually really excited to see what he can do on the field because I definitely think he's staying. Um, I give him a B rating. Very interesting. I'm surprised Bill didn't pick any running backs at all. But <laughs> sticking with Motor, Moss, and Brita, um, I think Antonio Williams for us can definitely make a splash with the training camp. But Overall, my grade for our draft, B+. Plus. Uh, we could have done... A few better. I think we needed more secondary and some more impact now players and less projects. Um, I wanted in the third round, like I said, when we, I was talking about Spencer Brown. I love him as a player, and I'm glad we got him. But with Fatu uh, on the board, Elifanawu, I thought that that was the pick there, 100%. Six foot three, great corner, amazing in coverage. Good guy. I've uh, I've shared some Instagram comments with him. It was, it was cool. Um, but he could play corner. I think he could play safety if he had to. He's real, real versatile. I think he could even play linebacker if he had to. And um, I just thought he was an immediate impact now type player, and we could have used him. But that's neither here nor there. I trust Bean and what Bean's doing. So. Yeah, B plus. All right. Um, I would rate ours. I feel like it's a little, it's a little tough with Green Bay in particular. Um, I give the overall draft a B. And the reason why I think it was really tough is because there are so many positions that needed direct, like changing. There's so like, and it was, it's really hard to prioritize which one to grab first. Um, when you think of how bad our linebacker core is, Aaron Rodgers needing a target, Corey Lindsley leaving in the offseason, I honestly think them picking a corner first round might not have been the smartest decision. Um, only because, like, out of when you compare corner to wide receiver, center, linebacker, it's really not that big of a need. And I would have loved to see them pick a linebacker first round and maybe drop their their look at corners to maybe round three or four. Um, only because, like, Kevin King, inconsistent, but he's not 
terrible. I mean, he does have his good moments, but again, of course, he does have his bad moments and they are in key positions. But I feel like a year of experience, looking at his tape, training in the offseason, he can progress and raise his ceiling a little bit more. Um, but like when you look at like our linebacker core, us literally so showing the door to our starting center, who played absolutely fantastic this year. I think we could have prioritized our needs a little bit better. But overall, I'm not terribly mad at any of our picks. But that's more or less how I'm feeling about it. Fair enough, fair enough. I definitely thought y'all were going linebacker round one or even in round two, but y'all surprised me. I forgot Lindsay even left in the first place. I knew he did so well, and I could have swore y'all were going to keep him around, but y'all mm-hmm. had priorities, I guess, and those priorities were a running back that, in my opinion, you didn't need to resign. But Yep. No, it's impossible to think like him, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I think he's just feeling the same way. Yeah, he can't even keep the MVP on the team. Um, I think he sticks around, but we can talk about that next time. This is going to be the end of this episode. Next time we'll be maybe doing a bigger draft overview and possibly an off-season overview in general. But for now, signing out from the lunch table. See you next time. See ya.